What's up, everyone? I'm Katherine Rudder, and you're listening to Life in the Fast Chain. Or you are now watching this mini-sode. I'm here with David Vachiv um, from the Venture De- Development Team. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Katherine. No problem. I just did a little lap to get ready for the episode, so we are good to go. I see you're in the office. That's right, yeah. You're in the London office, right? Hi from, from, from sunny London, and yeah, it's, it's, it's great, to, great to be back. Okay, so let's talk about this. So you started um, in March in quarantine, so this would be your first week in the office ever, right? Well, yeah, I started on March the 16th, so I didn't make it into the office. I had a very nice tour of of the office and saw oh, okay. how, how empty it was at the at the time as everybody was leaving. But but this is my return back into it now. So that's right. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we are recording on a Thursday. Um this will go out early um next week. So this week is the first week that we're allowing people into the offices, right? So how has that been? Have have a lot of people been in or what does it feel like? Yeah. And it's it's a great question, and a, a, a little a lot has been said around you know thanking the business resources team and uh, Alexandra and Tatiana around this. But when you come into the office, you will really see the efforts that have been made, and I you know I continue to stress that they have done an amazing job. And it's important to remember that this isn't anybody's day jobs. Nobody knew that they were going to have to put stickers around this and put labels yeah. around and go to COVID, and they've gone over and above. Everything is crystal clear. It's very obvious what you need to do. It's a completely different environment to how people are used to being in the office. Obviously, the kind of purpose of being in an office is for collaboration. Here, you're trying to do the best you can within the health and safety guidelines, but everything is crystal clear and everyone feels comfortable and it's a great atmosphere. And uh, there's been people coming in. On the first day I came in, there wasn't that many people. Today, there's a good 30 or 40 of us here. To, oh, so, really? Yeah. So it's been really great. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, so are both floors, so you're in London, in London, in the London office for people who haven't been there, it's two floors. Are both floors open? At the moment, it's just one. Okay. And that makes sense. So will be, the top floor will be open shortly. Lock and stuff, kind of like the grocery store? Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 a completely different environment, as I said, and uh, and, and especially walking around in the city, it's completely different to how people would have would have would have been used to it now to, to there. But it's a new world we're all living in, and, and things are getting back to normal again. So you know, this is one. Yeah, step. yeah, and it feels safe, obviously, because of all of the like guidelines and things that they've put into place, right? Yeah, it's everything has been made. I mean, it couldn't really be be clearer and 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 safer. So everybody feels comfortable. Everyone feels happy. And a lot of people have been saying about this as well. People are saying, well, but can you get work done? We're all so productive at, at home. And, you know, I would, I, would, I would kind of challenge that a little bit. You're productive at home because you obviously jump out of bed and you start working literally first yeah. off and you don't leave until nine o'clock at night or so when you realize, gosh, I've been you know, in front of a laptop for the whole day. So yeah. uh, here, you're, it, it is very productive. You just have to structure you know, your day a little bit more efficiently and figure out, obviously plan your journey time or so, but, but it's a great balance between work and life. And, and yeah, just, just the energy and atmosphere of the office, even with the limited amount of people, it's amazing. That's awesome. So, and we won't harp on this forever. We'll talk about 
what you guys are doing on the venture development team. But I'm curious, how did you get into the office? How are you getting in? Yeah, it's it was it's interesting because it, it does take a slightly longer journey. Here in public I'm transport, sure. you need to have a face mask. They limit the number of people. So far, the journey has been fine. But I noticed mm-hmm. on the first day when I came in on the 1st of September, there was very few people around. And just the yeah. few days now coming up to Thursday, it feels like a lot more people are back to work. So this day on the subway, on the tube here, I couldn't get a seat and not not because I, I didn't want to people social distancing because every single seat was taken. So I had to stand, which I thought that I thought we're a long way away from that, but I was comfortably reassured that things are starting to get back to normal. But it was very yeah. strange to, to, to see that again. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be very interesting how people get into the office. I had I was in New York. <laughs> two weeks ago and I had a doctor's appointment and it was right around the corner from the office. And so I was too scared to go on the subway. Um, New York is still also a little weird right now. Um, but so I, I city biked, <laughs> showed up full sweat. It was like three miles. And then I came home and it took me so long. And I was like, that's what my plan is going to be when I'm going into the office. Cause I plan on going in shortly because the New York office is open as well. Um, but I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Every day. It's a huge, yeah. And, and and that's really the only thing that I would say people have to factor in for. How long yeah. is the journey? What's changed? Because many of the train services are, are just, there's a lot less of them there. Wearing a face mask yeah. in the tube is not the most comfortable experience. And you can see that for everybody uh, around us. So there's a couple of you know things to consider. But once it becomes a bit more of your habit and, and it becomes a bit more normal, the benefits of, of being here, for me, far out, outweigh that. You can actually speak and collaborate to people, not just pixels on a screen. It, it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah, no, that's true. It's very valuable. And I think that there are some people and some teams, and I've talked about this on a few minisodes, um, teams that can actually be very efficient. And I mean, I think we've all proven that we can be efficient at home. I think that's that's been uh, proven. But there are some teams that just makes more sense to be in person, like sales, like you're a team marketing. I think you could, could be uh, either way. I accept. I would love to be in the New York or the London studio again with all my studio equipment. Um, but yeah, I think that's really exciting and I can't wait to get back into the office. I feel like it'll be every, I feel like everyone will be so excited being in the office and being yeah. together again. Uh-huh. And you, especially if you're like meeting people that you talk to online all the time. Yeah, I totally, you know, I, I, these people really exist and it's good to just affirm <laughs> to say, oh my God, he's, he's actually a real person. I, I've spoken to him. So yeah, for that, it yeah. is 100% agree. It's it's totally to everyone's liking. I definitely, you know, could be more productive at home a lot more than I thought. I'd never worked from home before in my yeah. life. So I, you know, R3 gave us a very generous work from home uh, allowance, which was very kind. I, I got a desk and set things up and I, I definitely could work at home. For me, the right balance is, is a mix of, of the two. And obviously people will need to find them. But it, 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 it does seem to be that habits have now changed. And where we used to have the kind of setup in an offices where you'd maybe have everybody here and one or two people would dial in and there'll be a dial-in yeah. facility for it. it. It feels like for a, for a while it could be the reverse, right? So you're basically setting up the meeting or the the the, the collaboration for work from home environment and a few people have been in the office due to there as things normalize. So it, we'll, yeah. we'll have to find a new normal. Yeah, it'll be very interesting in the coming months. Um, 
Wow. I think, is anyone on your team coming in or is it more of like just meeting other people in the, um, yeah, our team is because we're, we're a global team. So really most of my teammates are from all over there. Obviously Eva runs a team in, 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 yeah, you guys are really spread out. Exactly. So, you know, Mark over in, in, in Singapore, Alex is here with me. So, uh, you know, when, when she comes into the office, we'll be able to do, uh, we'll be able to meet for the first time, which mm-hmm. will be great. And Lauren and William are obviously in the US. So our team will always be a, a, a work from home, uh, remote working team anyway. So, it's a, and it's great yeah. to, be to be able to do that from the start because that's how we we're going to work together anyway. So it allowed us to, to form yeah. a working pattern like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, are you going to be able, so you guys, the venture development team, you um, work with a lot of startups and before quarantining, a lot of um, those startups were like EIRs, entrepreneurs and residents. And like we had people coming in like that. Are partners or these start? are you going to be able to meet these people in the office um, in the next coming months or is it still mm. touch and go? Yeah, it's still touch and go at the moment. The, the policy is for no visitors. And, and at the moment, that yeah. is policy because we're still figuring out how this works for the R3 employees so yeah it makes sense we hope that to be able to invite some some people here but also bear in mind a lot of those startups by by their nature they're very lean they don't don't have many a lot of them have also shifted to work from home completely themselves and they don't see why do we need to get an office space for the time being so yeah that 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 will probably change I, i i definitely know a lot of people are also just would want to just get back to normal life again and just meet some people on a social basis. So I think that will still continue regardless. Yeah. So since you had started and the venture development team basically doubled right when you had started um, under Ivar, who I've had on the podcast before. Um, so you started in this kind of quad, like work from home, new normal um, situation. And now we're starting to get back into the way things were. I think it'll never be the same, to be honest, because there will be this like flexible work um, from home slash in the office environment. However, we're hopefully, hopefully getting back to somewhat of a normal life. Like what does your team, how are your, what does your future look like? Um, Because you did start in this kind of crazy time and now we're starting to like get back to a little more exactly right in a a crazy time and and that's exactly right the the venture development seems helps all the early stage blockchain startups building on quarter we really help them with all stage depending on what what they need so at the very early stages to ideate on 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 their vision and turn that into a business model to get production ready accelerate their go-to-market strategy and then and then get fundraising grow and scale really help them from all stages of that when i first started the biggest thing we had is our the startup community going to make it what's happening covid is yeah. locked down fundraising you know enterprise sales has completely gone so a lot of that you know was was primarily what we were dealing with in the first uh, few, few months uh and very quickly we managed to adapt to that what was happening out there but as well as our program and to see well what events activities connections resources were we doing before that we were planning on doing in a physical setting how can we digitize yeah. that and that worked and that worked really well it, it, we managed to organize in fact more events it, it, because people were at home and that helped build You're not out. doing anything <laughs> yeah exactly it was, it was, it was, it's a great way of doing it because it allowed us to help people from the environment that works it's the perfect use case for working from home 
And as you said, you know, now what, what, what happens afterwards? Now this is the, the next stage of our program. Really, it's grown from you know, 60 startups at the, the beginning of the year around January to over 300 or so in, in total uh, coming up to, to now within our, within our venture development program. So there's, there's a big, big program and that's growing and it keeps increasing. And really what, what our plans or our future are is how do we keep growing that program at scale and at the same time, keep providing that same value, keep providing the same service, keep providing the same connectivity, keep providing the interest in events around mm-hmm. webinars and and the likes that we're doing before. Because obviously, as you get to going to work or so, your demands on your time and where you are change. You know, are people getting webinar fatigue? How can we mix up events? How can we mix up connections? Yeah. How can we make better at scale connections? These are all plans for the future of how we grow to scale it. Really, that's what we're trying to do, continue to grow and scale the program. Yeah, because you guys have been releasing a lot of content with like the webinars and the startup series. There's so many things for people to kind of tap into now. And we also, for anyone who has missed the webinars, um, we do have those recordings on Arthur.com. So check those out because they're very well received too. Are you going to keep on doing the webinars and stuff? Because people really seem to like them. Yeah, I, I asked this, I asked, well, myself this question, but then I thought maybe a, a better question to ask is the, the the audience and the people who are doing this, and all of them seem to really like it. So it yeah. seems like as long as you keep the topic relevant to startups, as long as you make sure that it's things that they really want to hear and, and talk about, that, you know, there's so many interesting topics as we come out of this. You know, many of the, yeah. the initial focus topics around, you know, fundraising, keeping yourself alive and stress testing your business model have now changed to the new normal of, you know, what does digital transformation look like in enterprises? How are yeah. blockchain companies geared for that? Where do budget holders lie at the moment? Are they worried still about how much hand sanitizer there is on the floor? Are they thinking about an innovation seriously? All of these questions are, are very important and, and very interesting to startups. So while there is interest and people are tuning in, we'll, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it would be so helpful for like entrepreneurs, especially people who are doing kind of, in this for the first time, which I'm sure you deal with all the time. I mean, 300 in the program, that is so crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot to like support different like use cases and stuff too. And you're a pretty small team. Go venture development team. Thank you very much there. But yeah, (laughs) it really is the support of our our network within that, like the mentors, the investors, the connections that we have to accelerate to incubator programs that really help that, as well as all the people within our three, you know, all the different business units, the people in sales, obviously the product team, everybody there, uh, you know, contributes and, and helps in different ways. So that's really helpful for all of us. Yeah, what have you found has been your most useful, um, I don't want to say piece of content, but like um, thing that you've done during this time for startups, whether that's the webinars or whether that's just, I don't know, general outreach or um, connecting partners, connecting startups. What do you think has been the most useful to startups right now? Yeah, again, what we thought was most helpful, it was a little bit different to what the startups thought most helpful. So we started to gear up toward this. Well, we thought a lot of maybe some of the static content or so that we were producing would be helpful. Mm-hmm. To them. And it was. But obviously, the thing with static content is the, the world and things were changing so quickly. So yeah. a lot of what we produced around COVID or around here, that that changed. 
So what we found was most helpful are the mentor office hours, the one-to-one connections. So startups oh, would yeah. really benefit from those industry experts from being able to meet somebody who works in a financial enterprise and say, right, look, I'm trying to sell this into this. I'm trying to sell this blockchain solution. How do we go about this? Or a, 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 a blockchain implementation partner to try to say, well, what's the best way for us to, to be able to deliver on this? Or somebody who just yeah. really helps startups with, with, with pitching and selling their idea. Those one-to-one connections, by far our startup community likes the most, and we've organized the most of it, because also our mentors really want to get involved in that. Again, we thought, we said, would you like to write a content piece? Would you like to write a blog? By far, they said, no, we want to meet the startups. Please set up set up one-to-one connections for us. So we're happy to facilitate, and if everyone's happy and everyone's getting the most out of it, it's working for everybody. That's awesome. I'm very happy that I asked that question because we haven't talked about, um, and I didn't talk about this with Ivar either, like what does that mentorship program kind of look like? Yeah, really what the mentorship program looks like, and it's akin to an accelerator, an incubator program to support startups. But what we found is we are startups when we meet them, when we speak to them, when we onboard them, when we discuss them, what, what their problems are, what they need most help with. What we try to do is say, look, you know, within the venture development team and within our three, you know, we can't help everybody with absolutely every, everything. And we obviously don't have all of the content and the resource uh, available to us because so many of these use cases are completely different. And some of the skill sets that they need are just nothing to do with what we yeah. do. But so that's why it asks us, well, what, who do we need from this and who would like to get involved in startups? And the mentorship program really recruits all sorts of industry experts, leaders, venture capital investors, startup growth experts, sales leaders that help the startups around those things that perhaps all three or the venture development team can help them with, but can't do it as effectively as those other people. Yeah. And that's what the mentorship program does, makes those connections. It also is a lot more scalable because you are a small team and you guys are churning out so much content and you're helping make all these connections. But that is a really good um, way to kind of scale up because there are so many um, obviously, startups wanting to get involved. And shout out to Dean Demelik <laughs> because he has recently become a mentor and he messaged me about it. Um, and he is like an OG. He used to, um, he's been to every Corticon. Also, shout out to Corticon this year. It's virtual. If you haven't signed up for it, sign up r3.com slash Corticon. Um, had to throw that in there. But yeah, hey, Dean, shout out to you being a new mentor. Honestly, something that astounds me fairly consistently is the community and like the ecosystem around R3 with like the partners and the startups and everyone who's so willing to like help each other out in the ecosystem. And this is like a perfect example of that. Yeah, it's it's been amazing. And how how much people are willing to lend their time, their resources, and to you know, to help startup founders has has really surprised us. You know, in a in a nice and, and 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 positive way. Many and you know, again, it's a great shout out to Dean, amazing guy, and really, really wants all of the expertise that he's built around blockchain, around innovation in 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 enterprises. You know, he really wants to share that information on and really help startup founders with with all of the insights that he's had over his years. So that's just a, an amazing example of 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 the kind of mentor we have, and we're really lucky to to be able to have such high caliber. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. It's also so important in this time, obviously. And I touched on Corticon, but you guys have a um, 
You guys have a few sessions or you're, we're trying to right now we're working out the Corticon agenda. Hopefully we'll be done soon, but I know there's like a startup track, I think, right. For Corticon. I think Alex Oldfield is working on that. That's right. There is a startup track. Obviously, you know, Corticon will look very different this year to, to how people have remembered it. For me, it's yeah. the Corticon. So I'm looking forward to it regardless. Uh, it, yeah. It, yeah. It'll just be good to see it. If not still virtually, but, but yes, that's right. Startups and the, the ISVs building on quarter will have a prominent space in that. And again, just like what the venture development team does normally, we're trying to mix up how we engage in those startups in there. So rather yeah. than just being a typical, just the one startup presents in a webinar, we're trying to say, well, how can we really broaden out what's happening within the venture development community? What sessions are interesting on different tracks within different verticals? What, yeah. what insights can startups learn from investors from our community? What new and emerging technologies are coming out from use cases of Corda that our startups are pioneering? Uh, you know, really mm-hmm. uh, sort of tracks around that to, to keep things interesting and, and to keep things new. Yeah, that's going to be very, very uh, interesting how that all kind of pans out. So I've been to every Corticon. And so one of my favorite things, I kind of, this is a little odd, but I feel like I kind of track our progress through the last year based off the Corticon before it. So every year it would grow and grow and grow. And before it was Corticon, we had member conferences and, and whatnot. So because obviously the company has changed and our business model has changed over the years as any growing company uh, does. But I think this will be so far we have, and I don't, I'm not, I'm going to butcher the number, um, but we have over a thousand registrations and we haven't even advertised it. We just sent out one email. Um, I think I've posted on social twice, but we don't have an agenda. We don't have like speakers. Well, we do internally, but we haven't shared it externally. So the fact that there's over a thousand people signed up and I know it's virtual, so it's easier. You don't have to travel. You don't have to like take into consideration travel costs because now we we had um, switched it uh, to being just in London. So we can have more flexibility with that. But I, it's like mind blowing. I don't, I, I, I'm going to be so interested to see how many people sign up and who actually attends and the business resources team second shout shout out uh, for them today have been working so hard to make it a good experience to now that it's virtual. Um, I'm really excited for it. Corticon is always my favorite time of year. So I'm so sad. It's not in person, but there's so many exciting things happening that like, I can't be too sad, but I enjoy it so much every year. You're totally right. And, and this is why I'm sort of hinting to some of the stuff that the venture development team's doing without giving too much away, because we are keeping things interesting to, to, to keep this. And as you said, the businesses all seem amazing. Again, it's, it's a completely different task to how they have to normally do this to organize something like this because we're doing the, the round the clock with the different time zones and how you keep people yeah. engaged in that. Again, really carefully to organize events so they don't clash with each other. There's a lot of moving parts doing this, doing this yeah. work. And again, oh, right, amazing job of, 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 of what's, been, what's been happening. And it's really testament to all the hard work in the years run up to it. The fact that, as you said, people have, 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 have signed up before even knowing what's happening. So that, that's, that's oh, a yeah. example. Of, of something that's working. So hopefully we'll get back to, to real life next year as well. Yeah, that's a good point. I think once people go to Corticon once, they end up coming every year. So it always just grows. Um, and I somehow always finagle away into, <laughs> into the agenda somehow. So this year, uh, this has actually not even been really 
announced yet, but I'm basically, wouldn't you say follow the sun? It stresses me out because I'm going to be doing at the end of each day, like a wrap up summary, um, videos. That's going to be a lot of work, <laughs> but, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. to do here. Yeah. Yeah. It just get hot in here. Um, yeah. So there's, but there are a lot of different things that we're doing to keep it like interesting and engaging. And like, obviously since it's content from for like all hours, um, uh, we don't expect people to obviously be what, like on their from EST 3am EST, like watching it until 5pm. But, uh, We'll definitely, we'll be releasing the videos and stuff too. So that'll be good to see who kind of comes back and watches that stuff too. It's going to be great content, honestly. I definitely think that the quality of Cordacom will be judged based on the summaries that come out at the end. Oh God. (laughs) I mean, that is no pressure, no pressure. Normally at Cordacon, I'm running around and and anyone who goes, and this is why I I also think Cordacon and there is a... um, element of kind of getting to know obviously like other people who have attended the conference but one of the things i always like to on, not to harp on times past would be i would be running from room to room taking pictures posting it on our social media like yelling at people to like get out of the way so everyone always knew the crazy blonde american running around and that's how i know all these people <laughs> they're like oh there she goes taking pictures of here like sneaking onto the stage taking a picture so how <laughs> can you be muted also to, to to stop all that now in the virtual setting or can you still add in a few bits like that it's gonna be tough they'll be like todd will be having a serious session we'll be like hey guys Catherine here just want to say hi smile bye and then i'll jump off and that's the only way to do it in a virtual setting you have to do something like that right everyone will be like Catherine's on again, but I will say, and then, and then we can stop talking about Cordicon, but it's so much fun. And I love it so much. And this virtual, it's going to be so good virtually too, that I'm, I'm almost just as excited, but I really do love being in person. Um, last year I was not on the agenda and I was like, first year ever, like, okay, this is good. I'm just going to really focus on social media. The last day, um, one of the last sessions, 45 minutes before it, Todd McDonald was like, we need to do something different. Can you come up on stage and uh, we'll do a Q&A, you, me, and Dave. And I was like, what? <laughs> so there's thousands of people. Okay. So I was like, okay, mm, cool. So I have a quick panic attack in the bathroom and then pulled myself together <laughs> and got on stage. So last year was going to be one of the only years I didn't get on stage. And there I was. Oh, wow. And, and what, how, how did it go? What the questions just out of, it, out of nowhere or what was it? It went well. So we had an app and we will have an app this year too. Um, even though obviously we're not going to be in person, you still will be able to access the app on your phone. Um, but you could submit questions for a Q&A and we'll have Q&As for all the sessions. Um, well, I shouldn't say all for most of the sessions this year too, but you'd submit it on the phone. So basically I, I went onto the stage and I had my phone and I, uh, of course, I just tell a few quick stories and jokes as I do. Um, one being how two years before I had fallen off the stage at Cordicon, or no, I had danced on the stage at Cordicon and my coworker fell off the stage in one session. So I had to throw that out there. Um, and then I just asked some questions from the Q&A app. So it was yeah. great. It was fun. But it wasn't you who fell off. That's the most. It that, wasn't me. Yeah. I got from the story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pardon me. It was not me. It was my coworker. And, but two minutes before the presentation behind me had frozen because we were uh, presenting an Alexa app built on Corda. 
So uh, it's pretty cool. But we're presenting it and the thing froze and I either have word vomit or I do something weird when I'm nervous. And I went with word vomit, meaning you just talk a lot. I went with just like dancing on stage. So I was like. Sessions are recorded. I think you can put the link to, we can put the link to that for later. But, but I, always, I always, you know, I always have this. You're asking about the webinars earlier and, and, and hosting these. There's always that risk on the, on the Q&A because obviously always. anything can come out from there. Generally speaking, so far, things have been very interesting and, and topical to the conversation, but you absolutely have no idea. Anything can come up in any question. And I definitely can see in, in some of the ones that I've been hosting that the, uh, the, 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 the speakers are talking about something completely different to what's being asked there. But, but luckily, yeah. the question has then been clarified and it's managed to go to there. But you, there's always that risk, right, where somebody just asks something completely out the blue. Yeah. Yeah. For me, too, I was on stage having to kind of sift through them. So I had some of my coworkers, like, sending me questions. To, so I was just frantically on them. So, yeah. Um, but I think with Corticon, every year we get people who are super um, – very much involved or want to be very much involved and are very serious about it. And I think, uh, it's such a wonderful like community and it makes me honestly, every year it makes me like kind of emotional because I'm like, look what we've built. This is amazing. (laughs) Issues here with me to to that. I feel I can't ball up. It's something I haven't been to yet. That's the problem. I have all of these, (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> I have like all of these startups like contacting me saying, oh, Cordacom was so amazing the last few years. Like, I really want to be part of this. Like, do you remember what this happened? I said, I actually don't. But but thanks for telling me. I'll make sure to, to, to help you. Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> the community again and it being virtual and, and so many people still being so interested. It like warms my warms my heart. Um, but yeah, you guys do have a lot going on and I think Corticon will be great for people who, um, are interested in what you guys are doing and what the startups and ICs that you're working on are doing. Cause that's gotta be really cool and, and satisfying too. Like for me, I've been at R3 for a long time. So it's, it's really cool watching the company mature and grow and kind of the same with, obviously we're still early, early days at R3, but these startups, it must be so satisfying helping them kind of get off their feet. It's amazing. Um, it's amazing. And especially when you see, for example, when you get to the middle of what was happening in March and April, when you really feel for them and say, there's nothing these guys can do, you know, what, what's what's happening? And they make it to the other side. And then you hear they've got into this accelerator or incubator program. Then you hear this secured fundraising. Next, you hear that one of their pilots or proof of concepts is, has moved that next step further or some of the advice they've yeah. taken mentor they pivoted a business model we had that quarter call to action challenge where so many startups yeah. who came up with completely innovative solutions around supply chain around track and trace around identity that were relevant to what was happening during covid and it was so good to see that whatever situations they were thrown at that they were really just being as resourceful as they can be and and, and making the most of it and that that was that was great to see it really helped that the support we were giving them was obviously helping but really the, the, to see them progress so well and to see them to be so resilient was fantastic yeah that's really cool well there are a few call to actions for listeners so one sign up for Corticon. <laughs> Two, you have a venture development. Yeah, most important for me, especially. 
Um, don't watch the uh, wrap-up videos every day. Um, just kidding, please do. Uh, two, you guys have a venture development newsletter. So I will link to how you can sign up to that um, in the episode, in the bio of the episode. Um, three, check out uh, recorded webinars and uh, sign up for <laughs> the ones coming up. Um, I think there was a fourth that I wanted to do, 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 do. Oh, um, you guys have done, uh, yourself being the interviewee, um, have done some videos and other ones coming out shortly, um, with specific startups and those are, uh, hosted on r3.com. So people check those out. I'll link to those in this too. A Did I get it all? And right. A good, good checklist here. I'd say probably another one is obviously if you are an early stage startups on, on blockchain, you know, please get in touch if we can help. That's the most important one, and I forgot it. I'd say that's zero. Is it a bit higher than the one? Or the... Yeah, that's super, super important, like the whole purpose of this. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thank goodness that you were there to uh, add number five, which should be number one. But no, we've, we've got bar three coming up now, and so you know, I'm going to the real one, so I can understand. I mean, we're, we're all in that, in that mood now. Oh my goodness, what I would do to be in the office and be at bar three. Oh, it, I love it, this it's, it's open to everybody. As I said, the policy is set for everybody. Please sign up. The, the team have made it fantastic for everybody. So, you know, just literally sign up. Make sure you do that training course like we did. And once you're, once you're here, as I said, it's fantastic. It's, it's back to as normal as it can be in these times. I will. I really have to get back into the office. I cannot wait. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I learned a lot and hopefully everyone else did too. And uh, yeah, five things that y'all got to do. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye.